There's actually one underappreciated benefit of toothpaste on the skin, which is that your skin will never, ever, ever get a cavity. <laughs> exactly. And it will smell minty fresh. So that may have its own benefits. Just to be clear, you don't get cavities on your skin. Don't put toothpaste on your skin, please. <laughs> for medical purposes, this is, you know, for, for legal purposes, we have to say. <laughs> Welcome to the No Cap Health Show, a podcast inspired by Dr. Brian Boxer Walkler's popular TikTok channel with over 3 million followers. Each week, Dr. Brian will pull the curtain back on viral TikTok health videos and label them as cap, false, or no cap, true. Even if you aren't on TikTok, now is the time to get on board, have fun, and join his podcast. Dr. Brian is a board-certified eye surgeon specializing in advanced LASIK, keratoconus, wider eyes, dry eyes, cataract surgery, and reading vision improvement at the Boxer Waffler Vision Institute in Beverly Hills, California. Also, please remember, Dr. Brian is a doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information. This week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode where I was talking with Derm Doctor on TikTok, Dr. Muneeb Shah, about acne treatments. And we covered a lot of ground. So if you haven't heard that and you have acne, you definitely want to go back and listen to last week's episode because we talked about products that people can use over the counter that are proven to help with acne and also what type of things to avoid, what foods can cause acne. A lot of great information, but we're going to continue now with this discussion. And I know you'll probably be game for this. Let's do a lightning round of cap, no cap. I'm just going to throw out some things that have popped up on TikTok, been viral. Why don't you just tell if it's cap or no cap and maybe a quick explanation. Lemon juice on the face for acne. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, it can, can be very irritating to the skin and also cause photochemical reaction called phytophotodermatitis, which can lead to hyperpigmentation. It's really not going to have much of a benefit in acne at all. So definitely not recommended. So lemon juice in your hot water or lemonade, that's about it. That's about it for me. <laughs> okay, next one. The number three out of the four is toothpaste for pimples. Again, absolutely not. You know, toothpaste is, is meant for the mouth. Uh, basically, you know, once upon a time, you know, it can be a little drying for people. So it can dry out your pimples or some of them have baking soda, which can dry out pimples. And so people will claim that it helps. Uh, there used to be some antibacterial ingredients like triclosan in your, in your toothpaste that have since been removed in 2019 by the FDA. And so the antibacterial benefits that used to be in toothpaste don't really exist much anymore and really are just going to irritate the skin. Some people can break out with rashes from their toothpaste and it's really formulated for the inside of the mouth and, and not the skin and so definitely not something i recommend for people because it's going to add to the irritation disruption of the skin barrier that does play a role in acne some of the inflammation that contributes to acne can be exacerbated by toothpaste there's actually one underappreciated benefit of toothpaste on the skin which is that your skin will never ever ever get a cavity <laughs> exactly and it will smell minty fresh so that may have its own benefits just to be clear you don't get cavities on your skin don't put toothpaste on your skin please <laughs> for medical purposes this is you know for for legal purposes we have to say <laughs> okay the number two out of the top list of things that people have put on their skin for acne is period blood what do you think 
man. You know, I actually duetted a video. So let me give you a little background on this one. So I duetted or stitched a video being critical of period blood on the skin. And believe it or not, believe it or not, this is the video that I faced the most backlash for of any video I've done, where people were just very critical, like, oh, like, you know, you really shouldn't be telling people what to do with their own bodies and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, I mean, I thought this one was common sense, but I think it's sort of interesting. It sort of falls into the... Uh, it's a hard no for me. And, and there's, I have good sort of reasoning why, you know, the, it passes through a certain canal that has a different flora. Flora is basically the bacteria, yeast, fungus, you know, mites, things like this that live on the skin. And they're different from different parts of the body. So the flora on your face is very different than the flora that's in your genital area. And so there's a lot of different bacteria that's in that area, like E. coli, um, that you wouldn't really want on the face. By passing through this canal and into this area, you basically end up picking up a lot of this bacteria. Yeast is not really meant to be on the face. You know, now does this have, does menstrual blood have some growth factors in it? Sure, sure. Do they penetrate the skin? Uh, Probably not. But I do think that you are putting yourself at risk of developing Uh, bacterial infections on the face. And not just that, I just don't think people will see much of a benefit from it. But it's sort of an interesting one that I did actually face a lot of backlash from it from people that actually truly do this as part of their skincare routine. And there are a handful of very niche people. I think they're they are, in fact, outliers. But, you know, at the end of the day, people can do what they want. Uh, these are just my recommendations. You know, I totally believe in freedom of choice in all things, as long as you're not harming other people. But I think for me, it's going to be a hard no. For my family members, also going to be a hard no. But I just don't think you're going to see much benefit from it. And the number one on this list of the lightning round of what people are doing for acne is drinking chlorophyll. Cap or no cap? (laughs) That's so funny. That is so funny. So uh, I did a video. So it is, it's a minor cap. So it's a, it's a cap. It's a cap for sure. Well, you know what is cap? The videos are cap, as you know. So it's not that chlorophyll is a problematic ingredient or that it has no benefits at all. But what is problematic is the videos that show somebody drinking chlorophyll for five days and basically have a totally different skin. Uh, you know, their skin is glowing and pigmentation is gone and, and their acne is gone. And, and I think that's a very unrealistic expectation. Uh, basically, uh, chlorophyll is ingredient that's found in plants. Um, those plants are green plants that undergo photosynthesis. And chlorophyll is a green pigment that plays a big role in photosynthesis. And so you'll find a lot of chlorophyll in your broccoli and your kale and your spinach. Um, and so if you eat a lot of salads or you know leafy vegetables, you will get a lot of chlorophyll in your diet, which is not harmful. Actually, has a lot of antioxidant, anti-inflammatory benefits. Um, and they did actually use a derivative of chlorophyll on the skin in some acne studies called chlorophyllin. Um, this is actually something I had to look up. I didn't know because I, you know, when I did my research and my response video for chlorophyll, I didn't even know people were using chlorophyllin in, in skincare ingredients. So, of course, you know, like you were saying earlier, we're very thorough when we do our research. But it was a very different complex than what was used in these videos, which is just drinking chlorophyll. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's pretty harmless. I don't think people are going to see much improvement in their skin. I, I think that there are some antioxidant benefits from chlorophyll. I still recommend that people eat a lot of vegetables, get the chlorophyll from that way just because the supplement industry is, you know, not well regulated. And so you can see contaminants in a lot of supplements. So why expose yourself to these things if, you know, you don't 
do. Uh, and there's a very, very, very rare risk. I, I don't want to overstate it, but there were a couple studies in populations that do drink a lot of this liquid chlorophyll, basically reporting that people were developing a rash called uh, called pseudoporphyria, which is basically a, a chemical reaction that occurs between the chlorophyll and some protein complexes in the skin that cause a blistering rash on the skin. And chlorophyll, as we know, is involved in photosynthesis, so it absorbs light. So it's able to form some type of light protein complex that causes this photochemical reaction in some people, leading to a blistering rash when exposed to the sun. It's very rare, but actually what was interesting about some of the studies was that it was permanent in some of these people, even after they stopped drinking chlorophyll. So I would say, don't do it. You know, I don't think it's beneficial. It's not something I would recommend to my family members, which you'll know as I said twice now, because that's my metric now of whether or not I think a trend is good or not. <laughs> that's great that you use that as a benchmark with your family members. But what about if you're talking about family members that you're not so fond of? How do the recommendations change? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, what do i recommend to my enemies oh that's a good one um (laughs) i I recommend chloroform (laughs) (laughs) chloroform they will be out you will never hear from them again (laughs) for medical reasons for for legal reasons again we do not recommend chloroforming your your family members (laughs) (laughs) yes nor your enemies well as the expression goes Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right? So embrace your enemies. It's good. I want to share a quick story. Reminds me, actually, Ben Franklin, who's one of my all-time heroes, he had some people that were not really friendly to him. And what he found when he wanted to try to make some progress with this one guy who loved books and had a library, which was very rare back in the 1700s, is he asked him to borrow one of his books And so he did a little favor for him, his enemy. And then when he came back and asked later for a bigger favor, more like legislation, you know, in terms of law, he actually obliged the favor. So a little insight that may help with some of people that you're having some difficult times with is ask him for a favor. That's interesting. So asking the person for a favor instead of the other way around. Yeah. So the person who's more of your adversary, what Ben Franklin found is if he asked for a small little favor, then he came back and asked for a bigger favor, he obliged. And eventually they actually became friends and colleagues. I mean, they weren't out having dinner every night together, but they were at least friendly and it broke some of the tension, I think, that existed in that relationship. If you want to take the lesson from the 1700s, it may still be applicable today because, you know, human psychology hasn't really changed much in the last few hundred years. It's very deep, actually, and I have some scenarios <laughs> I want to apply that to right now. So <laughs> <laughs> let me know how it goes. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll be the next Ben Franklin. You know what? You very well could be, right? Ben Franklin of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> So if you were going to recap, Munib, the things people can do at home, what would you say, again, just to recap a good basic regimen? Basic regimen, I would say, is find a nice cleanser. Could be one with benzoyl peroxide in it or salicylic acid in it. But basic cleanser, the first thing I would implement as long as you're not pregnant or have an allergy to it would be something like a different gel or a dapoline for your acne and then follow with a moisturizer that's non-communogenic like something like CeraVe cream. And I think that's a pretty good routine for just two months and see how you do. And if you find that you're not responding well to that, then add that benzoyl peroxide cleanser or add the salicylic acid once or twice a 
week into your routine. So it's kind of building from a single active to multiple actives and seeing how your skin tolerates and responds to it. So that's kind of how I, I look at a simple acne regimen. It does take time and patience. It's a complex disease process. And, you know, I think if you follow some of the basic regimens, um, you will see a lot of benefit. And for those of you who don't, you know, that's what we're here for. You know, I, I try to put out as much free information uh, as possible to try to educate people. You know, I put all this information that we're talking about today um, in a nice little chart for people to screenshot on my YouTube channel and breaking down the different ingredients for acne. And I really am like a servant to the people here that follow me, you know, they give me the platform to speak on. I'm not indebted to these brands. I'm not indebted to anything other than the people that give me the trust um, to be on this platform. And so I always try to put as much good information out there as possible to try to empower you to make good decisions about your skin. And so if those fail um, with the best uh, knowledge that you have and with the best effort that you have, uh, that's what dermatologists are here for is to provide you the next step to try to get your skin better and get your health better and give you overall better confidence and better skin. Well, I really appreciate you being here and helping with the information. Like you said, it's all about providing good, credible information. And you mentioned your YouTube channel. What's your YouTube? If people wanted to look up some of that information you talked about on your YouTube channel. Yeah, I operate under two different handles. Unfortunately, bad luck, I suppose. But uh, Durham Doctor is my TikTok handle. So I think a lot of you know me there. But I also have an Instagram and a YouTube under Dr. Lee which is this doctor with L-Y at the end. And, you know, we make a lot of videos on different skin conditions there and product recommendations and all kinds of stuff. And basically what Dr. Brian is doing here with his podcast is expanding on what he started with on TikTok. I, I did the same on sort of YouTube. And I, th I think it's helpful for people just like, so if you like the video format, come check us out. If you like the audio format, then you're in the right place. <laughs> we'll put the links to your platforms as well in the show episode notes. Absolutely. That's, that sounds great. And um, I'll have the link on my followers to this so that they can learn a little bit about more more about what you're doing. So thank you so much for having me on. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You, you know, you, I've said this before, you know, you're one of the most genuine people um, out there. And, and, you know, I think you do the best to put out the best information and really try to enrich people's lives. So, you know, I appreciate watching you grow on your account and reach all the people that you have. Well, thank you for the kind compliments. And I feel the same way about you as I've mentioned before, we're in it together. We are in the midst of a severe capidemic. It's a capidemic <laughs> out there. <laughs> so. It is. We're winning the war. I, I, I would say we are winning the war because every time you get tagged in a video, that's a win for us. I think, you know, it means that people, you know, are, are fed up. <laughs> Yeah, well, and they recognize that there's a lot of cap out there. So it's a compliment for both of us and for everybody who's credible. And there's so many other good people that are out there fighting the good fight against the cap to try to stand for truth and justice, right? Fight against the cap. Well, maybe not the justice part. <laughs> maybe I'm overstepping it. I'm going down the Superman road here. Truth, justice in the American way. <laughs> we'll leave it at truth, standing for truth. How's that? Absolutely. Yeah, no, we, absolutely. And everyone's doing a great job. And, you know, I think people, they post with the best intentions, even like the capaholics, as I call them, they post with the best intentions, you know, they post with, <laughs> they post with the best intentions. And, you know, maybe they're right. Who knows? Maybe we'll be wrong one day. You know, we do our best with the knowledge that we have. So it's all, you know, us just everyone trying to kind of keep the universe in check where I, I think, unfortunately, on Instagram, uh, YouTube, all these other platforms, I mean, bad information existed in silos, right? And 
And there was no way, there's no duet feature, there's no stitch feature, there's no tagging people into where doctors were literally getting on the platform to say this is false news, like false information. You know, there's all this stuff is is just a TikTok phenomenon. So it really is a really a unique platform and a way for us to express ourselves. And so it really is quite fascinating, I think, that we're sort of now become sort of mainstream, you know, we've become mainstream, you know. Yeah, it's really funny how it's really transpired. And I, I love TikTok. I mean, that's for me personally, that's my favorite platform just because of the abilities and uh, opportunities it has to do these types of interactions like the duets, et cetera, et cetera, which um, you just don't have on the other platforms. And plus the creativity you can do with all the little icons and emojis and animojis, if I even pronounce that properly, or maybe I just made that up, animoji, I don't know, but it's just got so many options for making it fun and interactive as well as educational. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And it definitely is my favorite platform. Will always be my first love, TikTok. And I, I make the most content there. And I'm just most authentically myself on TikTok. I'm pretty true to form of how if you met me in life, I, I would be exactly how I am in my TikTok video. So. Cool. Well, thanks again, Munib. I just so appreciate you taking the time and look forward to talking again. And we'll have another good video at some point we'll go through and and see what happens. <laughs> we'll have to have you on our YouTube channel, Nack. That way people can see your face. Bring your cap hat. No, no, I, I'm, I'm really shy. I just walk around with my Michael Myers mask from Halloween. I really <laughs> like to have a low profile. <laughs> well, have a great evening and I will talk to you soon. Here's the no cap recap for today's episode. Number one, please don't use lemon juice on your face for acne. Ditto for toothpaste and also period blood and drinking chlorophyll is cap for acne. It is. I mean, mind you, the green leafy vegetables all have chlorophyll too, like kale and spinach. Ditto for drinking chlorophyll. If you haven't heard the episode from last week, the acne discussion, you definitely want to listen to that as well because we talked about a lot of information too, products that people can use for their acne and foods that can cause acne. Also, a good basic regimen is a retinoid like adapalene or benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid and a good moisturizer that's non-comedogenic. That was a pretty awesome interview with Derm Doctor, I would say. Lots of great tips, so feel free to listen to that episode again. Next week, we're going to talk about a video that discusses how to know if you're still growing. This was a huge viral hit on TikTok, so we're going to break it down, see if it's cap or not cap. So come back next week to check that one out. See you then and have a great week in the meantime. Thanks for listening to the No Cap Health Show. To review the show notes for this episode, which includes a summary, key takeaways, and any links mentioned, visit nocaphealthshow.com. Don't miss another episode and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow Dr. Brian on TikTok at Brian Boxer Walkler, MD. And remember, Dr. Brian is a real doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.